Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Old Man's Podcast. Coach Drev here, and I am so happy to have you here as well. I got you. You checked into the Old Man's Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, thank you. If you've listened before, thanks for coming back. You've got to have a question in your mind. What am I doing here? Why am I listening to the Old Man's Podcast? Likely is, you're not an old man. Well, I have a reason for why anyone would ever want to listen to all the stuff that I have to say. Very simply put, because there has never been a time where someone started off a story with the wise young man. Let me repeat that for effect. There has never been a story that started off with the wise young man. I'm sorry, kids. Wisdom comes with age. You say, what? I can't be smart when I'm young? Oh, I thought I was. Because all wisdom really means is I've screwed up plenty. And if you're a young person, you just haven't had enough time to screw up as much as I have. I guess that's what I really want to do here. Try to help young people avoid the many, many pitfalls I've experienced in myself and have seen from people well, over the decades. It's been a lot of decades, more than six decades, so I've seen some screw-ups. As I like to say, I believe we can all learn a little bit from each other. I learned plenty from what my listeners will share with me, and maybe, just maybe, I can help you a little bit by sharing what I've seen through the decades. And that's exactly what's coming up on this episode. The takeaways from a retirement party recently surprised upon me that are something that only an old man like myself can come up with. Now that's going to take a while so the regular format of the old man's podcast we're just going to blow it up. Just the takeaways from the retirement party that'll take a while like I said. We will definitely play trivia. I know that's the only way I get a few of you on here so I'm staying with the trivia and apropos to one of the takeaways from the retirement party I do want to do a pep talk but I'm not going to tell you much about it you're going to have to listen to it so without any delay let's get it going well to begin with the story of the retirement party last week, I want to make sure everybody knows that it was a surprise. It was a surprise for me. So if you're a dedicated listener, it feels like you should have been invited to the party. And Craig, yes, you should have been invited. But the um, guys that put it on probably didn't know how to get a hold of everybody. And Facebook was off limits. Social media would have blown the surprise. So they just tried to do it with um, a word of mouth. And if you're in that circle of friends of guys that were doing this, you would have got the word. But if you're older or younger, you wouldn't likely have gotten the word unless you bumped into somebody. So the guys that were involved with this 
were mostly ones that graduated in the 90s. If you were late 80s when I came around at first, or 2000s and on, you probably didn't hear about it. So I wish we would have had everybody there, but don't worry guys, we'll do another Oakville High School wrestling get-together for everybody. So this isn't the end of this. As I said, the boys were mostly from the 90s and they just made it a surprise party. It was cool. The graduates were ranging from 91, 92, that range, up to 98. There's a couple of 98 guys, but not much beyond that. So age-wise, that means they're all pretty solid in their 40s and some looking hard at being 50 years old. I call them kids because to me, they were kids. You might call them old men and they might look in the mirror and agree with you. They're not kids themselves anymore, but to me and in their hearts, they still are kids. So I remember these men as boys. Their age is important because they have seen enough of life to have a very solid opinion on what has shaped them personally and what experiences has helped them develop their character. When you get to be 40, you start, that's about halfway, right? That's halfway through the journey. You're looking at the 40 years before. You're planning on the next 40, maybe beyond. But for sure, you've got enough experience that you can look back and say, this was good, this was bad, I wish this, I'm glad for that. If you haven't reached 40 yet, you'll know that when you get there. Many of these guys have their own families, They're raising children. Some are educators, raising lots of children. They are cognizant of what character building is. That's my bottom line. They know what it takes to build character. They're aware of that. They're thinking of that. They're dealing with children and hoping to build character in those kids. So here's my first takeaway from this get together. Many, many times, one of the guys started a sentence or started to tell a story with, I remember when you said, and I heard that enough that it really made an impression on me. And the first takeaway I had from this wonderful evening was, kids really do listen. They really do listen to what we have to say. I was surprised at some of the things that they were talking about that they remember that I said. I don't remember all of them. I may really not have remembered most of them. To me, it was kind of an insignificant statement or an offhanded comment. But to them, it made a difference and it's something that stayed with them in some cases for 30 years. That's important. And we need to know that as parents, as educators, if you're a little league coach, anybody helping in the development of children, you need to know that. That they act like they don't listen and you would swear when you're talking to them that they're not listening, but they really are. They do hear what you have to say. And since they are listening to what you say, know what you're saying. Think about it first. Now, I also got quite a few stories about I remember when you did. And that's important because, as I just explained, kids are listening. But our actions, what we do, sometimes, maybe more often even, speak louder than any words that we may have. Kids notice our behaviors our reactions, and if they hold us in high regard because we're their coach, their teacher, their uncle, their parents, 
then they will hold our actions as a model for how they will deal with things that happen to them of a similar nature. So if you get all upset about things and fly off the handle because you think you got ripped off, the umpire made a bad call or whatever, that's what you're teaching kids to do, to fly off the handle, blame somebody else for what's going wrong. That is a really, really important lesson and something that I definitely picked up on. Several times, the boys expressed a memory that invoked something in their character, in their psyche, of how I handled a disappointment or how I handled a victory, and they wanted to model that. They feel like that was something that they should do. So that's takeaway number two. Actions speak louder than words. So mind your behaviors. I think we all know that. Takeaway number three. I love this one because I talk about it all the time. Hardship. Many times they wanted to talk about challenges that they had and how those challenges that they had to overcome, just the practices and the opponents and the competitions and all the things, the obstacles that were thrown in front of them, how overcoming those taught them how to do that and later in life, now that they're adult men, those skills, those characteristics being brought out have made a difference in them. Truly the lessons learned outside of the classroom do carry value in life. I'll give you one good example. Young man named Chris. Chris started a business, he's an electrician, that he started right before the pandemic and then the pandemic hit him. I said out loud, wow, that must have been tough. You're rather fearless to just muscle up and go right through during the pandemic. He said right away, he corrected me, not fearless. And I was just confident. And then he went on to explain where that confidence came from. It came from the things that he had done outside of the classroom while in high school, namely in this case, wrestling. He was never an accomplished wrestler in that regard. He never had a chance. He got hurt early. He was varsity maybe just a little bit. Not one of the superstars. His name's not on the wall or on a banner anywhere. A regular guy in that regard, but able to overcome obstacles, able to accept challenges and take them on and overcome them, yeah, he was always able to do that. His injuries, for example, were hardships that he overcame. Well, now that's paying off because now he is an accomplished businessman, very, very happy, very, very successful, however you want to measure it. And I'm just thrilled to know that something that we might have done with him outside of the classroom in the wrestling team may have helped. That's exciting for me, and it should give all coaches, sponsors, anybody that works with kids, some confidence. You definitely make a difference. Going back to the disappointment, I heard a lot about them, about disappointment. I wish this, I'm sorry this happened. If I could go back, I would do it differently. People do hold on to that. That's a definite takeaway I had. These are grown men holding on to disappointments they had at age 17. But they also credited overcoming that disappointment to developing the character that they went on to become. So yes, being successful is a whole lot more fun. It's better to win than lose. But in the disappointment that comes with some things that we try to do and the failures, of not achieving what we want to do, 
much greater lessons are learned. And those are the lessons that carry us through life. Absolutely one of the takeaways. I think from the evening, I came away thinking of two kinds of proverbs, I guess, or stories, lessons, whatever you want to say, that I really always believed, but now I do so more than ever. You've all heard the starfish story, right? Where the kid's walking on the beach and there's hundreds, thousands of starfish washed on the shore and he's throwing the starfish back in the sea one at a time. And somebody comes by and says, hey kid, you're not making a difference. There's hundreds of them, there's thousands of them. You're just saving a few. It doesn't matter that you try to do this. He picks up a starfish, throws it in the water, and he says it matters to that one. Well, that's how it is for us coaches, for us teachers, for educators, for anybody that has any impact on a kid's life. If you don't think you're making a difference, you're very wrong. You are. And that one starfish that you just threw back in the ocean, by telling him you understand, by telling her that you're there for her, those things that you do to help kids make a difference for that kid. And then it just rolls from there. It's like paying it forward. One becomes two, becomes four, becomes eight lessons learned. That's a very important takeaway that I got from this evening. The other takeaway, I kind of referred to it a little bit earlier, no life-defining lesson has ever started with the tale of a young wise man. Age, experience, wisdom, it does matter. Okay, people, gather around. Coach has got a pep talk for you. Pep talk this week has a quote. They all always have a quote attached to them, but this one comes from a fellow named Rockwell Kent. He was, when I looked it up to find out about him, a transcendentalist in terms of an artist. I'm not sure what that means. I'd have to ask Maggie to find out, but I'm just going to let it go because I really like the quote, and I don't care what kind of artist he was. There are times in life when nothing happens, but in quietness, the soul expands. Rockwell Kent, the now, I guess, famous transcendentalist artist. There you go. I'm not going to just stop there. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Like I said, I did do some research into him because I'm trying to figure out where this cat's coming from. He wrote this in a journal during an expedition to the Alaskan wilderness. And apparently he would do that from time to time. Lived in New York City where he was an artist and he would just get down about the, the rush. I mean, is anything more hustle and bustle than New York City? Probably not. But definitely Alaska would be a respite from that. And that's what he would do. He'd go out into the wilderness, I guess do art, whatever an artist does. But he wrote this in his journal and it's become very popular ever since. Let me read it one more time. These are the times in life when nothing happens, but in quietness, the soul expands. Now, I've never been to Alaska, but if you have, you probably could tell the stories about how empty Alaska is. This is vast. It's huge, right? If you can find quiet anywhere on earth, Alaska is going to be it. What we do know is that he had left New York City because it was too crazy, and he went from quiet. 
So he felt that by physically and by association and mentally distancing himself from the source of stress, New York City, he could achieve some level of serenity through just being simple. I think that's important for us. Now, you can't just pack up and leave and go to Alaska probably. Maybe you can, and if you can, do. But do you have your quiet place, a place where you can go and find serenity? You might be doing nothing but sitting there, maybe listening to the old man's podcast, maybe reading a book or listening to your favorite music, but it's quiet. You have to turn off your phone to do this, right? When we are so connected to the world, through our devices, normally a phone, there is no simplicity, there is no serenity. It Studies have shown that not disconnecting from our phone adds stress to our life. And stress is not a good thing ever. It's always bad. It's bad for us physically, and it's bad for us mentally. So am I proposing turning off your phone every now and again? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Grab a fishing pole. Go fishing. Just take a walk in a park just for a few minutes of nothing else. Try to find some time in your day, each and every day, where you can find serenity, where you can find quiet. It's not easy to do in this world that we live in, no matter where you live in the country, suburbs, or an urban environment. There's always stress around us. The world is constantly pressuring us. But when you can find, as Rockwell Kent said, the times in life when nothing is happening, it is in the quietness that the soul expands. So my challenge to you from this point forward, or definitely in the next week, let's do some soul expanding. Let's find some quiet time. I know it's going to be hard for you. But you got to leave your phone out of it. Leave it in a different room, leave it at home and leave, or just to simply turn it off. But get disconnected, get quiet, and enjoy the expansion of your soul. Yay! Well, I'm really grateful that you're here listening in on my podcast. It's not real hard to do, but I do spend a little bit of time doing it, and it's great to know that somebody might be getting anything at all out of it. I would ask that you pass this podcast on, the link, or just the knowledge that there is such a thing as the Old Man's Podcast, to anyone that you can, friends, family, it doesn't really matter. I have an Old Man's Podcast page on Facebook, so if you're a Facebooker, look up the Old Man's Podcast page and just like it. And whenever something's updated or something's coming in, you'll know about it. You can also jump on the Old Man's Podcast page on Facebook. Make comments. Love to hear from you. I have a web page now that I'm getting started. Oddly enough, it's called the Old Man's Podcast. It's hosted by PodPage. So all you got to do is do a Google search for PodPage. And then once you get there, look for the Old Man's Podcast or... If you're looking for a simpler route, go back to that Facebook page, the Old Man's Podcast page on Facebook, and I've got a link directly to my pod page webpage that you can get to. Once you get on my website, the Old Man's Podcast, you're going to be able to do a couple of things. You can leave a message. 
you can leave a blog. That's a thing that can also be done on the Facebook page, too. Of course, leave writing, but not a lot of people are doing that. I wish you would. Love to hear from you. If you want to be shy and tell me things, let me in on some secrets, give me your opinions without anybody else knowing about it, then just send me an email. The old man's email at yahoo.com. Simple, all one word. The old man's with an S email at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram, The Old Man's Adventures. I'm on Twitter, The Old Man Tweet One. Get connected to The Old Man's Podcast community and participate. I'd love to hear from you guys. Alright, that's enough seriousness. Let's have a little bit of fun and playing engage your brain. We're really just playing trivia, but it is important that we engage our brain regularly, especially us, let's just say older folks, us most veteran people. But it wouldn't hurt you kids to get in the habit too. Engaging your brain in thought-provoking activities, crossword puzzles, playing trivia like this, reading, just getting off the couch. If you can do that much, you'll probably be engaging your brain, and that's good to keep age-related memory loss at bay. No matter what age you are, get in that habit. And if you're of concern about age-related memory loss, well, then now's the time to hit this hard. So here we go. There's your reminder. There's your public service announcement. And here are your five trivia questions challenging you to see how you can do First one, well, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna say anything about it because I don't wanna throw you off. So I'll just ask the question: What color is your blood when it is inside your body? Okay, you're thinking, processing. Here's the answer: red. It's the same color inside as it is outside. Blood contains hemoglobin, and hemoglobin is a red protein, whether it's inside your body or outside your body. I think there's an old urban legend that blood is colorless or something, but once oxygen hits it, it turns red. Not true. It's always red, in or out. All right, if you're a dentist or a dental enthusiast, you'll know this answer. Here we go. How many teeth does an adult human have? I guess that's normally, because I'm missing a few. Got knocked out. But normally, regularly, a healthy, normal human adult will have 32 teeth. Okay, let's do one more medical science one. What tissues connect muscle to bones? Muscle is connected to bones by tendons. All right, let's change. Let's go to some like general trivia. This one is cool. I like this one. A duel is between two people. If there's a duel between three people, what is it called? I don't know how that would look, but a duel between three people is, according to Webster's Dictionary, a truel. T-R-U-E-L. A triple duel, I guess. I had no idea that was a word. Google it. Look it up. I know Einstein is right now. This is what I got out of my book. 
Uh, I'm putting my name to it, so it better be right. All right, last question. This one's crazy. In the state of Georgia, it's illegal to eat what with a fork? Yes, Georgia has a law where there's something that you cannot eat with a fork. It's against the law. And I got to tell you, I've been in Georgia, and I've eaten this, and I'm sure I had a fork. So I broke the law in Georgia. The answer is fried chicken. It's crazy, right? But it's a real law. All right, there you go. I hope you did good. I know you're Google checking a few things, maybe even that chicken one, or the troll. I don't know. Check them all. Let me know if there's any problems. You know how to get a hold of me. But best of all, remember to engage your brain. Well, there you have it. That sound means this old man has got to go. Appreciate you being here with me. I've enjoyed it. I love talking to you guys once a week. Do me a favor. I asked once already, but I'm going to ask again. Pretty please, pass this podcast on. Tell people about it. Mostly, though, folks, I want you to be safe out there. I want you to come back next week and listen again. And in the meantime, I need you to remember this important thing. Live love and play boldly. Get off my grass! Damn kids.